Shalom. Welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a podcast from Israel where we read to you each day the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Well, today is Friday the 10th of June and on the Hebrew calendar it is the 11th of Sivan. This week our parasha or Torah portion is called Naso, which means take up. And today's reading will be Numbers 5:11 through 6:27. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and to thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and tell them, If any man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him, and a man lies with her carnally, and it is hidden from the eyes of her husband, and this is kept concealed, and she is defiled, there is no witness against her, and she is not taken in the act, and the spirit of jealousy comes on him, and he is jealous of his wife, and she is defiled. Or, if the spirit of jealousy comes on him, and he is jealous of his wife, and she is not defiled, then the man shall bring his wife to the Kohen, and shall bring her offering for her, one-tenth of an ephah of barley flour. He shall pour no oil on it, nor put frankincense on it, for it is a grain offering of jealousy, a grain offering of memorial, bringing iniquity to memory. The Kohen shall bring her near, and set her before the Lord, the Kohen shall take holy water in an earthen vessel, and the Kohen shall take some of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle and put it into the water. The Kohen shall set the woman before the Lord and let the hair of the woman's head go loose and put the grain offering of memorial in her hands, which is the grain offering of jealousy. The Kohen shall have in his hand the water of bitterness that brings a curse. The Kohen shall cause her to take an oath and shall tell the woman, If no man has lain with you, and if you have not gone aside to uncleanness, being under your husband's authority, be free from this water of bitterness that brings a curse. But if you have gone astray, being under your husband's authority, and if you are defiled, and some man has lain with you besides your husband, then the Kohen shall cause the woman to swear with the oath of cursing, and the Kohen shall tell the woman, May the Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people. When the Lord allows your thigh to fall away, and your body to swell, and this water that brings a curse will go into your bowels and make your body swell, and your thigh fall away. The woman shall say, Amen, Amen. The Kohen shall write these curses in a book, 
and he shall wipe them into the water of bitterness. He shall make the woman drink the water of bitterness that causes the curse, and the water that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter. The Kohen shall take the grain offering of jealousy out of the woman's hand and shall wave the grain offering before the Lord and bring it to the altar. The Kohen shall take a handful of the grain offering as its memorial portion and burn it on the altar, and afterward shall make the woman drink the water. When he has made her drink the water, then it shall happen, if she is defiled and has committed a trespass against her husband, that the water that causes the curse will enter into her and become bitter and her body will swell, and her thigh will fall away, and the woman will be a curse among her people. If the woman is not defiled, but is clean, then she shall be free, and shall conceive offspring. This is the Torah of jealousy, when a wife, being under her husband, goes astray and is defiled, or when the spirit of jealousy comes on a man, and he is jealous of his wife, then he shall set the woman before the Lord, and the Kohen shall execute on her all this Torah. The man shall be free from iniquity, and that woman shall bear her iniquity. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, and tell them, When either man or woman shall make a special vow, the vow of a Nazarite, to separate himself to the Lord. He shall separate himself from wine and strong drink. He shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of fermented drink. Neither shall he drink any juice of grapes, nor eat fresh grapes or dried. All the days of his separation he shall eat nothing that is made of the grapevine, from the seeds even to the skins, all the days of his vow of separation, no razor shall come on his head until the days are fulfilled in which he separates himself to the Lord. He shall be holy. He shall let the locks of the hair of his head grow long. All the days that he separates himself to the Lord, he shall not go near a dead body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or for his mother for his brother or for his sister when they die, because his separation to God is on his head. All the days of his separation he is holy to the Lord. If any man dies very suddenly beside him, and he defiles the head of his separation, then he shall shave his head in the day of his cleansing. On the seventh day he shall shave it. On the eighth day, he shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the Kohen, to the door of the tent of meeting. The Kohen shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering and make atonement for him because he sinned by reason of the dead and shall make his head holy that same day. He shall separate to the Lord the days of his separation and shall bring a male lamb a year old for a trespass offering. But the former days shall be void, 
because his separation was defiled. This is the Torah of the Nazarite, when the days of his separation are fulfilled. He shall be brought to the door of the tent of meeting, and he shall offer his offering to the Lord, one male lamb a year old, without blemish, for a burnt offering, one ewe lamb a year old, without blemish, for a sin offering, one ram without blemish for a peace offering, a basket of matzah bread, cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, and matzah wafers anointed with oil with their grain offering and their drink offerings. Then the Kohen shall present them before the Lord and shall offer his sin offering and his burnt offering. He shall offer the ram for a sacrifice of peace offerings to the Lord with a basket of matzah. The Kohen shall offer also its grain offering and its drink offering. The Nazarite shall say, shave the head of his separation at the door of the tent of meeting. Take the hair of the head of his separation and put it on the fire which is under the sacrifice of peace offerings. And the Kohen shall take the boiled shoulder of the ram one matzah cake out of the basket, and one matzah wafer, and shall put them on the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved the head of his separation. And the Kohen shall wave them for a contribution before the Lord. They are holy for the Kohen, together with the breast that is waved and the thigh that is offered. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. This is the Torah of the Nazarite who vows and of his offering to the Lord for his separation, in addition to that which he is able to afford. According to his vow, which he vows, so he must do after the Torah of his separation. Then the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons, saying, This is how you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall tell them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face toward you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the sons of Israel, and I will bless them. That was Numbers 5.11 through 6.27. Today, our portion from the prophets is Jeremiah 27 and 28. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, the son of Yoshiahu, king of Yehudah, this word came to Yehoiahu from the Lord, saying, This is what the Lord said to me, Make bonds and bars and put them on your neck. Then send them to the king of Edom, to the king of Moab, to the king of the children of Ammon, to the king of Tzul, and to the king of Tzidon, by the hand of the messengers who come to Yerushalayim, to Tzidkiahu, king of Yehudah. Give them a command to their masters, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says. You shall tell your masters, I have made the earth the men and the animals that are upon the surface of the earth, by my great power and by my outstretched arm, 
and I give it to whom it seems right to me. Now I have given all these lands into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, my servant. I have also given the animals of the field to him to serve him. All the nations will serve him, his son and his son's son, until the time of his own land comes. Then many nations and great kings will make him their bondservant. It will happen that I will punish the nation and the kingdom which will not serve the same Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, and that will not put their neck under the yoke of the king of Babel, says the Lord, with the sword, with famine, and with pestilence, until I have consumed them by his hand. But as for you, do not listen to your prophets, to your diviners, to your dreams, to your soothsayers, or to your sorcerers who speak to you, saying, You shall not serve the king of Babel, for they prophesy a lie to you, to remove you far from your land, so that I would drive you out and you would perish. But the nation that brings their neck under the yoke of the king of Babel and serves him, that nation I will let remain in their own land, says the Lord, and they will till it and dwell in it. I spoke to Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehuda, according to all these words, saying, Bring your necks under the yoke of the king of Babel, and serve him and his people and live. Why will you die, you and your people, by the sword, by the famine, and by the pestilence, as the Lord has spoken concerning the nation that will not serve the king of Babel? Do not listen to the words of the prophets who speak to you, saying, You shall not serve the king of Babel, for they prophesy a lie to you. For I have not sent them, says the Lord, but they prophesy falsely in my name, that I may drive you out, and that you may perish, you and the prophets who prophesy to you. Also I spoke to the Kohanim and to all this people, saying, This is what the Lord says. Do not listen to the words of your prophets who prophesy to you, saying, Behold, the vessels of the house of the Lord will now shortly be brought again from Babel, for they prophesy a lie to you. Do not listen to them. Serve the king of Babel and live. Why should this city become a desolation? But if they are prophets, and if the word of the Lord is with them, let them now make intercession for the Lord, to the Lord of hosts that the vessels which are left in the house of the Lord, in the house of the king of Yehuda, and at Yerushalayim, do not go to Babel. For this is what the Lord of hosts says concerning the pillars, concerning the sea, concerning the bases, and concerning the rest of the vessels that are left in this city, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, did not take when he carried away captive Yekonia, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, from Jerusalem to Babel, and all the nobles of Yehuda and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says concerning the vessels that are left in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Yehuda and at Jerusalem. 
They will be carried to Babel, and there they will be, until the day that I visit them, says the Lord. Then I will bring them up and restore them to this place. That same year, in the beginning of the reign of Tzidkiyahu, king of Yehuda, in the fourth year, in the fifth month, Hananiah, the son of Atzul, the prophet who was of Givon, spoke to me in the house of the Lord, in the presence of the Kohanim and of all the people, saying, This is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, I have broken the yoke of the king of Babel. Within two full years I will bring again into this place all the vessels of the house of the Lord that Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, took away from this place and carried to Babel. I will bring again to this place Yekonia, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, with all the captives of Yehuda, who went to Babel, says the Lord, for I will break the yoke of the king of Babel. Then the prophet Yirmiyahu said to the prophet Hananiah, in the presence of the Kohanim, and in the presence of all the people who stood in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Yirmiyahu said, Amen, may the Lord do so. May the Lord perform your words which you have prophesied, to bring again the vessels of the house of the Lord and all those who are captives from Babel to this place. Nevertheless, listen now to this word that I speak in your ears and in the ears of all the people. The prophets who have been before me and before you of old prophesied against many countries, and again great kingdoms of war and of evil and of pestilence. The prophet who prophesies of peace, when the word of the prophet happens, then the prophet will be known that the Lord has truly sent him. Then Hananiah the prophet took the yoke from off the prophet Yeremiahu's neck and broke it. And Hananiah spoke in the presence of all the people, saying, This is what the Lord says, Even so I will break the yoke of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, from off the neck of all the nations within two full years. Then the prophet Yeremiahu went his way. Then the word of the Lord came to Yirmiyahu after Hananiah the prophet had broken the yoke from off the neck of the prophet Yirmiyahu, saying, Go and tell Hananiah, saying, This is what the Lord says, You have broken the yokes of wood, but you have made in their place yokes of iron. For this is what the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, says, I have put a yoke of iron on the neck of all these nations, that they may serve Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, and they will serve him. I have also given him the animals of the field. Then the prophet Yirmiyahu said to Hananiah the prophet, Listen, Hananiah, the Lord has not sent you, but you make this people trust in a lie. Therefore the Lord says, Behold, I will send you away from off the surface of the earth. This year you will die, because you have spoken rebellion against the Lord. So Hananiah the prophet died the same year in the seventh month.
That was Jeremiah chapters 27 and 28. And now our portion today from the writings will be Job 35. Then Elihu answered and said, Do you think this to be your right? Or do you say, My righteousness is more than God's? That you ask, What advantage will it be to you? What profit will I have more than if I have sinned? I will answer you and your companions with you. Gaze at the heavens and see, and behold the clouds which are higher than you. If you have sinned, what effect do you have against him? If your transgressions are multiplied, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness may hurt a man as you are, and your righteousness may profit a son of man. By reason of the multitude of oppressions, they cry out. They cry for help by reason of the arm of the mighty. But no one says, Where is God my Maker, who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth, and makes us wiser than the birds of the heavens? There they cry, but no one answers, because of the pride of evil men. Indeed, God will not hear vanity, neither will Shaddai regard it. How much less when you say you do not see him. The cause is before him, and you wait for him. But now, because he has not visited in his anger, neither does he greatly regard arrogance. Therefore, Job opens his mouth with empty talk, and he multiplies words without knowledge. That was Job 35. Our final portion for today, for Friday, is 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 19. Follow after love and earnestly desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God, for no one understands, but in the Ruach he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks to men for their edification, exhortation, and consolation. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the assembly. Now I wish that you all spoke in tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he is greater who prophesies than he who speaks in tongues, unless he interprets, so that the assembly may be built up. But now, brothers, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what would I profit you, unless I speak to you either by way of revelation, or of knowledge, or of prophesying, or of teaching. Even things without life, giving a voice, whether pipe or harp, if they did not have a distinction in the sounds, how would it be known what is piped or harped? For if the shofar gave an uncertain sound, who would prepare himself for war? So also you, unless you uttered by the tongue words easy to understand, how would it be known what is spoken? For you would be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of sounds in the world, 
and none of them is without meaning. If, then, I do not know the meaning of the sound, I would be to him who speaks a foreigner, and he who speaks would be a foreigner to me. So also you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, seek that you may abound to the building up of the assembly. Therefore, let him who speaks in another language pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in another language, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Otherwise, if you bless with the spirit, how will he who fills the place of the unlearned say the Amen at your giving of thanks, seeing he does not know what you say? For you most certainly give thanks well, but the other person is not built up. I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. However, in the assembly, I would rather speak five words with my understanding <clears throat> that I might instruct others also than 10,000 words in another language. That was 1 Corinthians 14, verses 9, excuse me, 1 through 19. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, um, you will be reading Mark 10, 32 through 52 today also. Well, that is it for today. Thank you for following along with us as we read the scriptures this year. I pray you have a blessed day and that you will be going in the strength of the Lord and of his word. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom until next time.